Hi, everybody. It is I, your host, Veronique, from the Accordion to Me podcast. And as you have seen these past two weeks, we have been off. Um, We have not had new episodes just yet. We have some exciting episodes coming up, especially one to look out for right before the holidays. A nice little different uh, format for you. But for the time being, since you guys won't be listening to a new episode till next week, here is a preview of my guest appearance on the Gotham award-winning podcast, Susto Podcast, where they talk about all the ooky spooky folklore of creatures, ghosts, and all things scary. For me, people love watching me play horror games because I have that same reaction seated Mm-hmm. With the headphones on, and like yeah. <laughs> I know now, I have the same reaction. Definitely, either way. Well, that was one of the the talking points. So I mean, let's let's get into it. This is a great start. We've already dove into it to get started. You are a musician. You're a very yes. talented musician, <laughs> and so I want to know how you got your start into music, and like, oh, what was that journey like? Where did it begin for you? I think it's super cliche to ever say that I started as a young kid because I was four years old and I sounded like shit. (laughs) So I will not say that that's when I started because I was not an amazing singer. You could hear that I was going somewhere. Like I was was going in a direction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that the direction was perfect. And I think that the fact that I decided... And my family and I decided, you know, to just invest in anything artistic that I really got into um, really helped me out in the long run because it wasn't like I was being made to make money at a young age, Mm -hmm. Um, even when I was kind of getting better at about 15, 16, so in high school. So like I'm starting to mature um, vocally. Nope, still not doing anything pay wise. Like I did not start working working professionally in music till 22 which is unheard of like people start super young and then build no i my mom was like absolutely not you're gonna get your your bachelor's degree first Mm -hmm. then i'm like ma'am i'm not in your house am i helping you yes (laughs) never mind i'm gonna shut up and that was the vibe you know just getting getting myself together and I don't regret that for a moment but that's how I started I started right out of college and released my first Tejano album at the time I was performing professionally um for for about two to three years prior to that because I really did yeet myself out of music (laughs) yeah I I didn't have a good college music experience Mm. for my freshman and sophomore year and mind you, you're still taking your basics. So yeah. you you can kind of like futz around with that. And yeah. so I did not have a good experience in college with the music department Oof. where I was at. It was very much, you're being taught. Actually, I take that back. I was having a conversation with Ruben Ramos the other day, and he was talking about systemic racism in school and in work yesterday. And now that I'm just kind of like sitting with it, just sitting here with you. I clearly recall fair-skinned Latinas getting the performance track and I was given the education track mm. and being told like who would ever who would ever see you in an opera 
and being pushed vocally to the point that I almost damaged my voice. Yeah. Like they're pushing you to a point to damage yourself so you don't perform. Wow. And I saw that and I and I felt so weird. Like there was something going on and I felt so weird and I pulled out. I said, I don't need to be part of the music department. I'm great. I'm great as is. I can learn stuff on my own. And sure enough, like the jazz department. So this is like the vocal department. Yeah. But the jazz group and the mariachi group took me in almost like this little baby duckling and really helped expand what I was vocally so that when I finally came back into it um, about three years later, I just felt a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I kind of love that for you. It's <laughs> It sounds very much like your family, they fostered it as a passion yes. and not a business. Yes. And I mean, obviously, we, I'm not going to try and like, I'm not saying that people shouldn't do that, you know, but I think this is a really beautiful approach to it because music is, you know, it is passion, right? And you can it's tell, art. yeah, it's art. You can tell when people are doing it purely for money, for the clout, for what have you, and versus when people are doing it because they care about it, because they see it as art. And so I think, I mean, just hearing you talk about it, it feels like your family did such a great job of, again, nurturing it as like, this is your art, this is your talent, that it's special to you, so that when you were faced with all of this, frankly, bullshit, that you were like, well, actually, I don't need you because I know what this is about and I know what it means to me. And uh, I, I was going, I was doing my research and I was going through your vlog. <laughs> and um, The vlog, the I infamous vlog. <laughs> yes, I love it. When I saw it, I was like, work, you better brand. Um, and I saw that post about the vocal damage and I was like, this is wild because if my research is correct yes <laughs> is that happened between your first two albums right yes can you do you, can you talk about that oh yeah oh my god nobody's talked to me about that um well i just medically say, because as as someone who uses my voice as a podcaster obviously in a very different capacity it's still scary to think of like what if i couldn't you know what but technically it's not in a different capacity people who are voice actors people who are in radio because, and this is where, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of go back a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I've constantly had struggles within music, um, education organizations because they have a very clear, they all have very clear ideas of where they want you to go. Yeah. And they all have machinations of who can do those things. So they already start teaching you, um, gatekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you are an entertainer, you know gatekeeping. Of course, it depends on who you are, but mm -hmm. you know about gatekeeping from school. So make sure to head on over to Susto Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, puro amor, puro besos, puro Tex Mex. Bye.